0: This is the unscripted podcast. We're talking turkeys today. Why? Thanksgiving. It's here. The um What's your what's your favorite um what's your favorite thing to eat for Thanksgiving?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, you know, like um sometimes turkey is one of those things that like
0: It's either great or it's horrible.
1: Yeah, I mean like if you do it right like
0: it's great,
1: it's jam up. But if not, it's just kind of like,
0: dry. Yeah,
1: it's like shoe leather, you know.
0: Kind of like the uh, National Lampoon's Christmas <laughs> <Yeah>. Vacation thing, <laughs> right,
1: right? You know, this may sound crazy, but I love deviled eggs.
0: Oh yeah, I do too.
1: I mean, I could sit down and eat forty of them, you mm-hmm. know.
0: And I, and they're kind of hard to mess up.
1: Yeah, they are. And I reckon that's why. Because now I, I'm not a big pickled deviled egg fan. I don't like pickles in my deviled eggs. At I'll eat them mm-hmm. with them in them. But I'd rather not have the pickles in my deviled eggs. I'd rather just have the mayonnaise and my mama puts a little bit and Jessica will too now a little bit of cayenne pepper mm-hmm. on top of it.
0: Some of them. What was that other red stuff? Was it paprika or something that really doesn't taste much or whatever? People would put that all over them, but
1: right, make it look fancy. Mm-hmm. Now we don't do the little squishy thing. Like i uh, sometimes the ladies at church will put it in that little cake squisher. You know where you you, you put icing I'll on your cake. You know like. Yeah,
0: no like, like just spoon them bad boys in there <laughs> just, grab an
1: egg yeah. blow it on there yeah Jessica just makes a spoon of it. so I like the deviled eggs
0: so of all things for Thanksgiving you're bringing up deviled eggs
1: I, I mean but let me t- let me just make you understand something
0: no ham no homemade rolls no
1: I love eggs dressing. and I don't know I mean like when I was a boy I remember we we had one time where times were tight and
0: That was a lot of times my my house growing up. (laughs) Well,
1: I remember that one time we just had eggs. And because hens could still scratch up a bug and lay eggs. Mm -hmm. And I mean, still to this day, Bob, I probably eat eggs 29 or 30 days out of the month. I eat eggs at my house. And... So I'll fry them, I'll scramble them, I'll, you know, whatever, you yeah, know. Yeah, boil the, them, whatever. Yeah, whatever. The, Jessica used to just make them for me, boil them, put them in a, in a bag, and I'd eat them at work, mm-hmm. you know. And so eggs, I don't know. I mean, I know it sounds crazy, but I love deviled eggs. That's that's one of the things I look forward to. I will probably get more, like you go back for seconds or nights, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is, and I will make sure, you know, there's certain things you're going to get every time. I'm going to try to get deviled eggs every time. And I'll eat three of them while I'm – uh. know making my plate you know what i mean like that's like the um the preparation meal you know (laughs) right (laughs) you know
0: what's your what's your favorite um what's yours well uh mm, i would have to say probably my wife's homemade rolls or my father-in-law's um sweet potato casserole because, you,
1: you know, sweet potato casserole. Because it's
0: like dessert.
1: Well, that's the thing for me is, like, it, it, it messes up the balance. Like I'll eat it, and I love mm-hmm, it, you mm-hmm. know. But I don't like it on my plate with my regular stuff because it's like you get turkey and macaroni and cheese and mm-hmm. beans. Oh, you know, yeah. All the deviled eggs and, and all those things you put on your plate, and then you wouldn't put a piece of cake on your plate with it. Yeah. But you'd put, you know, uh, sweet potato casserole. I know,
0: man, but it's, uh, oh, it's pretty Oh, I'm not
1: saying. Jessica yeah. makes the jam up. And I used to not like it that yeah. much, but Jessica makes what is so good that you you really feel like you're cheating yourself out of your seconds.
0: I know. <laughs> and um, I, my grandmother, though, growing up, it was her sweet corn that everybody loved. My meemaw's sweet corn. Mm. And part of that probably, too, was because we as – we as kids, we'd get shipped off up there to Mom for a, a month out of the summer, and and just seemed like it was always, you know, corn shucking time.
1: <laughs> did y'all stand it up? At, did y'all stand your stalks up? And mm-hmm. sh- y'all didn't do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: well, we, we, what do you
0: mean stand them up? And well, talking about binding them together. When we cut corn, we'd stand
1: up the, the stalks. You know, we'd shuck our stalks together in the field. You know, and the um just to get everything up out of the way. Hmm. And but it was like we didn't have a tractor or anything like that.
0: You know, we were. Yeah, no, I mean we didn't either. All, we just went through the rows pulling ears off of the. Yeah, pulling we pulled ears the ears
1: off. off, and then then they would stand the corn. They would they would they would bunt they would bind the corn stalks into big bundles in the field, standing up. You could ride by, and see them. You know, at people's houses. That's the way we did it growing up. So whenever you see those old pictures of corn stalks, you know mm-hmm. bundled up.
0: Hey, you and, can sell them, dudes, nowadays. For well, you know it's crazy because like I don't even
1: know why we did it. You know, like I look back to these things that I did as a kid. Like this. And mm-hmm. I don't know why we did those things for it. And I don't – I'm, let me, You know, because when you're a kid, you're just a stupid kid. You're just like, okay, I'll go do this thing. Yeah. You know, whatever you tell me to do is I don't have to get a spanking. But-
0: yeah, I work for a lot of different farmers. And one of them, uh, they ran Granddaddy's Farm, and they still do. I mean, it's a big operation nowadays. You mean like – It's called Granddaddy's not Farm. Not
1: pronoun, Granddaddy's Farm, but like ver, uh, noun. Yeah,
0: noun, Granddaddy's Farm. Um, And so they just – they had a big farm in the community, and they got you know the corn maize and and uh, apple cider. And was it free? No.
1: When I we or, or used to do it back home, like the, the
0: hayrides, uh, the
1: Mennonites and- would do it for free. They cut a, they'd use some kind of GPS thing, and they'd cut a maze for free. And you bought your pumpkins, and they sold them, sold them little like. Uh-
0: the Mennonites used a GPS. These are uh, liberals, <laughs> liberal Mennonites. liberal,
1: liberal Mennonite. Yeah, they were. It's funny, and, and they were all like that. You know, the Amish were the buggies. The minute like yeah, I had, right, right, I had right. some that lived down the road from me. Uh, mm-hmm. Mennonites, good family, like you know, Mister Schrock. I say, Mister, mm-hmm. we were saying, Mays Gerald. Yeah, and uh, you know, we had his,
0: a lot of Mennonites in our area, and we had to get, we had to travel like two counties over to see any Amish.
1: Yeah, the the but the minute they live like two houses down, like you mm-hmm. know, where my house was two houses down. You know they lived in a the cul de sac there, and they just kept their farm right there in that cul de sac. And but you know we go to their corn maze and everything like that, and they would do all that stuff for free. And you know now you know I was wondering was it was we the only place because you come to Mississippi you got to pay to go in the mm-hmm. corn. But like I, now they did make you pay to do the hayride. Yeah. And I wouldn't do that. I told Jessica, <laughs> I'm not going to pay Chris. for this.
0: <laughs> Chris ain't paying for nothing.
1: Well, I told her I'm not going to pay. You can pay for it, but I'm not going. I I will not pay to do something that i hated to do when i was a teenager i hated a hay wagon riding
0: on that hay wagon yeah
1: and i'm not gonna i'm not i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna pay for that like you can do it like whatever you want to do to make yourself feel fall with your pumpkins let me just tell you ladies i love you and i love all our sisters that listen there is no such thing as pumpkin flavoring okay there is no such thing as i'm gonna make a bold statement correct me there's no such thing as pumpkin flavoring. Y'all mix up spices to make it, okay? And so so you can have your little pictures and go. Drink get
0: your- my pumpkin frap.
1: Yeah, my hey, pumpkin frap.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great job, Chris. Hey, if there's still hey, if there's still ladies listening to our podcast, comment on here that <laughs> uh, that you listen and how ridiculous Chris is about <laughs> pumpkin. And um just just give us a comment on here.
1: But you know, like the the Thanksgiving for us growing up, I don't know how it was for you guys, but you know, where I lived at, you know, we all just kind of lived right there around the home place. Mm-hmm. And so, Virginia, the part I come from, there's a steady march on the temperature. So, you march from the coldest to the hottest. You know, the middle of August, it's going to be 100 degrees. It, I mean, mm-hmm. you can have 100 degree days in the middle of August, but in February, it's going to be blisteringly cold. And I mean, like, I remember I went to Honduras. Make you when- shiver. Uh
0: uh-uh. uh, worse. Mm. Kind of like fall festival the other night, Cole, no, no, no. That, that when, when you cold. That was were
1: Freezing. For, I like the plum froze to death up there. At that <laughs> thing
0: too, I heard, all I heard was Chris about frozen death.
1: I thought he was tougher than that. I, and I ain't I ain't? And I hate the cold. And the, <laughs> the listen, most fat guys like it, but I hate it. And this um, so we went to about Thanksgiving was about as because we all did it at my granny's house. When I was a boy mm-hmm. and her old house was just built out of sawmill lumber. And so, you know, it had a front room and then it had a few bedrooms and then it had a kitchen that kind of ran lengthwise of the house. And then there.
0: 75 of y'all trying to get in there.
1: And and so what would happen is about Thanksgiving was about as far as you could stand to be outside all the time. Cause you know, by the time, you know, the yeah. kids ate outside, right. you know what I mean? Like you didn't get to sit at the table if you're a kid you know, you sat outside, you had to kind of like, like watching that you don't step on dogs stepping mm-hmm. off the porch, and mm-hmm. so we all sat outside. And by that time of the year, it was getting cold enough to where, by Christmas, it was too cold. Now we would kind of try to do something at Christmas time, but we we didn't have very many resources, and so mm-hmm. you know, Christmas of course has been so commercialized, especially in in our lifetime. Sure. You know, in the last you know fifty or seventy five since since advertising, yeah. you know, it's become so commercialized that. That for our family, Thanksgiving has always been the big holiday, and it was always because you know in Virginia you could you could turkey hunt on Thanksgiving Day. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's that way in mm-hmm. Tennessee or yeah. not, but you could turkey hunt. You could kill your turkey on Thanksgiving Day.
0: Oh, and I don't know about with a gun. I know you can with a bow, but you can't. I don't think you can with a gun. Yeah,
1: you can kill. A, you can now, unless they changed it. But you yeah. can kill a turkey on Thanksgiving Day. So you could kill a turkey. You could fix the turkey. You could. Everybody could eat. Everybody could be happy. There was no expectation of gifts or anything Mm -hmm. like that. You could just do this one thing that it was about, be thankful.
0: Yeah, and being with each other. And just being together. Now, now you look at everybody's trying – all these businesses are trying to beat the Black Friday sales that now they have all these Thanksgiving sales. Yep. I mean, it's so ridiculous how commercialized that everything is. And now, I mean, I saw this advertisement – where Walmart, if you're paid to be a member now, you can get in seven hours earlier than everybody else on the online sales. Listen, or something.
1: they hooked us with this thing too. We care less about the online sales, yeah. But like we we signed up for it because it was last week for three days, and I, we called it Thursday afternoon. You can get this Walmart membership now. That's fifty dollars, right? Mm-hmm. They'll bring you, you know, Jessica does this thing where they go gather up your groceries and put them in your car. Right. You know, you and I live so close to Walmart, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it ain't really worth it for us, right? Yeah. But they'll bring them to your house, right? You get 10 cent off on your gas. So, you know, you get Murphy's, Murphy's or somewhere like that. Which yet. is you, cheaper anyway. So that's $2 every time you fill up my car or Jessica's car and my Super Duty, that'll be $4, mm-hmm. you know, to fill it up. So, and on top of that, you get subscription to this one of these TV streaming things or something Paramount, like you know, then that that works with VidAngel, and so all that was fifty bucks, and they'll bring you groceries to you. And there's a blessing because I can send my groceries somewhere. So like you know, like there's some convenience to this, and we and I and I had to sit down and be.
0: You can send your groceries to some other location.
1: So like you know, like you think about like Jean and Martha, mm-hmm. you know, some of our members that live from you and I. It's 45, 50 minutes to Jean and Martha's house. Right. Well, you know, it's real easy for me to to do my little Walmart thing and send them some groceries out there if they're sick. Then, mm-hmm. whereas before we just carried out there, and I got to thinking about this, I was like, "Am I doing right? You know, I mean is is that really you know what what is the what is the intentions of bringing groceries? Mm-hmm. You know, is it is it?" just getting them food or is it letting them know that I'll, you know, I have to think through right. these things, oh, yeah. you know, is, right. is, 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 am I going to lose the impact of this by doing this thing? And, and because these conveniences that they hand us, I'm, I'm a very, you know, Bob, I'm a numbers guy, mm-hmm. you know, and so to me it's just about numbers. If it makes sense, you know, s e c e n t s, then mm-hmm. it's worth it. But yeah. if not, then I'm not going to do it. And so you make your spreadsheet, you fill up, you know, how many times you're going to get gas. That well, makes perfect sense. So now if something's going on, they can bring our groceries to so that's the thing that we looked at. Can we save enough in gas to where it'll it'll cause we could care less about the the Paramount thing comes with CBS sports, which is nice. Yeah. But that's only going to be good for a couple of weeks and then mm-hmm. it's just going to be basketball season from then on. And so mm-hmm. that's all over the place. So you figure, you know, like it had to make sense, but I got to thinking about the convenience of it because, you know, you when you do something like this for somebody, you want them to be you want them to know that you're thankful for them and that you appreciate them, and you think like,
0: yeah. Is there f- an extra touch with me actually driving it out there versus?
1: Yeah. How much am I ruining this thing? Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 by commercialization, you know, by by the yeah. the society we like, like, you know, Thanksgiving has been. I mean, you know, now I was somewhere the other day. I think I was at uh, maybe it was I got an, a notification or something, or like Popeye will cook you. Popeyes will cook you turkey for you, or. Or, or Zaxby's maybe mm-hmm. somewhere like that they'll cook you turkey for you for Thanksgiving you know and you look at that and you think like man that turkey looks good on that picture you know what I mean
0: oh yeah and and that ain't how it's gonna look and no. and,
1: and you know they probably have this thing down to a science where they yeah. can do a pretty and you got good, some people who can't cook
0: you know they don't know how or or they haven't really I mean I, I there's ladies that are that I know that are. Well, up into their forties, that I remember seeing some social media posts last year. They're saying that they it was the first time they they cooked something for Thanksgiving. Well,
1: that's good, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's good. That's but, not good. No, I mean, it's good that they're it's good that, that they're got, doing it, but yeah.
0: it's not good that it's right. the
1: first time. And and so it's it's a challenge, yeah. you know. And and because you know the Lord, you know you you said it. I think Sunday night with your lesson you did such a good job with that too you know that's just a i kept thinking like i'm glad you're doing this sunday night but this was a sunday morning lesson Mm. you know you did it so good you know but the the i'm not knocking it you know i mean Mm -hmm. i'm just saying it was just such a good good lesson and you did such a great job with it. Had a good teacher, and you had this you brought this thing up about jesus getting off by himself Mm -hmm. you know needing some time alone and the you know thanksgiving is a good time for us to have some time alone you know some time with just our family yeah. some time some, some time where you know like however your family is just be your family you right. know if you're like we're going to sit around in our pajamas you know what i mean and the the at best <laughs> and, and you know we're going to do our family thing you know and and mm-hmm. our traditions and
0: yeah with, and if you haven't uh, if you haven't looked on our uh we we did a we did a whole thing about families recently on this podcast and and passing down a legacy and so if you haven't if you haven't listened or watched that podcast uh, go check it out too family is so important
1: but you know we live in such a fast paced world that sometimes we're so fast paced we forget to be thankful you know what mm-hmm. and and I know you've seen these little. Uh, I saw the Babylon Bee or somebody like that put out these. You ever see these little? They do these little videos now. The Babylon Bee. You know who the Babylon Bee is?
0: Kind of. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They're the satire news thing, and it's like they'll have an article that man dies while waiting on wife to to finish talking yes, after the, church. Weird. Yeah. yeah weird you know, stuff. You know, just funny stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and they had one the other day, and it was uh, this dude was going outside and. Um, so he's going to walk his dog, like, oh, I love you, Poochie, and poof, the dog disappears. And he's like, well, I'll just go to the store. And he goes to put his key in his car, poof, the car disappears. And, you know, he's going through his day and everything. He's like, man, I got, I'm, you know, he's going to do this or that, poof, it disappears. And, 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 um, he's, anyways, he's going to sit down in the yard, you know, and listen to a radio or does is a iPod or something. And his wife sees him poof fall backwards, and she reaches out the door and, and she said, are you forgetting to be thankful again and the the idea behind it was that you know what if we what if we only got to keep the things we were thankful for
0: mm.
1: you know what would what would that change what would disappear yeah what would disappear if we were only if we only got to keep the things today that we were actually thankful for yesterday and you know it makes you think like so when that happened you st- I start sitting down and thinking I
0: got a long list. Yeah, what what have I not what have I not thanked God for lately? Yeah, and and because yeah. we can get we can get real, um, I guess, quick to just you know, God, thank you for the day, thank you for many blessings. Well, yeah, that, don't you work with that with your kids? Absolutely, it's like, like don't pray the same don't, thing. Don't pray the same thing. Like, what are you really thankful for? And yeah, this is a
1: time to talk to God.
0: And sometimes it's like, hey, what 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 specifically are you thankful for? that about jesus and his sacrifice like pray to god about that this week think about that this week Mm -hmm. or uh what characteristic about god are you really thankful for about what he's done and so pray for pray to god about about that specific um i want to hear i want to hear you talk to god about how you know how amazing he is or whatever and so bring that out in your adjectives toward god because The idea is I don't don't want my kids to pray flattering prayers in front of their parents. It's that I want them to be specific about what they're thankful for.
1: Yeah, and and because, you know, like I I struggle with this sometimes, you know, and I don't know if you do this, but um, like I was at the hospital this morning, and, you know, I was praying with some, some folks that were over there, and, you know, when I'm praying, I want them to hear the things that i that i'm praying to god for and i have to tell i mean i'm like midstream i got to remember like no chris this is about you being thankful that you're with them and thankful that the lord can hear you and you and i'm thinking like i want to encourage them i want them to hear encouraging words to Mm -hmm. me being lifted up to god but i have to remember like i'm talking to god Mm -hmm. and and i have to bring that back around like lord these are the things that are important and I'm thankful for these things. I'm thankful that we live in a world that we live in. I'm thankful for the modernity of our medicine. I'm thankful that we've got doctors and nurses that are swarming this hospital. I'm, th- you know, all those things. Please, Lord, I know there's a lot of people that are going to be lifting up prayers in this hospital, but I, I I'm going to ask a special one for this room right here. And the mm-hmm. in the and 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 you have to t- like tell yourself like, while it is important, right, that they, you know, Jesus does this, you know, in John 11 when. Uh, he's going to go raise Lazarus from the dead, and he says, "Father, I know that you always hear me."
0: Yeah, but because of these people,
1: but th- this is a special situation, and I need mm-hmm. you to. And so I have to tell myself, like, remember, these are special situations, you know. So you're you're trying to hold two people's hands, you're trying to hold God's hand, and this sister or brother who's in the hospital with his hand, and so you know, it's it's you have to keep those things in focus. And you know, Paul, you know, in Philippians chapter four.
0: That's a powerful thing. I'm I'm just gonna read while we turn to Philippians four. Just as Jesus words and I know that you that you always hear me and because of the people but because of the people who are standing by, I said this that they may believe that you sent me. So sometimes our prayers are, are for people's belief. So I don't, I don't think that you're wrong in in trying to encourage people in the way that you talk to God, because certainly I've been encouraged by other people's prayers. I mean i am well, encouraged
1: in, by yours and, and your
0: prayers and like, and other people's like, I mean, I can remember, I mean, it's, it's, when, when it's really powerful is whenever somebody's prayers, when their words are coming out in your prayers. And then also whenever other people's words are coming out in your children's prayers. Yeah.
1: And, and, you know, that's, that's kind of that thing. It's like, you know I have to remember that I'm here to do these two things, you know, yeah. I'm here to hold God's hand and I'm here to hold their mm-hmm. hand. And so I've got to make sure that when I address God, that it's not about me, but it's about them. Mm-hmm. You know, you're kind of, you're kind of pointing it both ways at this, you know, you're, you you took the barrel of your gun and kind of bent it around sideways as it were. And
0: So you know, Galatians what?
1: Philippians 4.
0: <laughs> Philippians 4. Yep.
1: So, you know, Paul and, you know, he's stitching his things up, you know, with the, with the Philippians and, you know kind of wrapping it up and and um you know going to say his goodbyes to him and he says verse 6 of chapter 4 be anxious for nothing you know don't be um you know that's that's um that's a challenge isn't it yeah you know like this this uh you know the holiday seasons, there's going to be the rush you know i mean when we had the when we used to do the the knuckleheads would stand outside best buy all night long to get the you know, 199 TV or, you know, the camp out, you right. know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And the be anxious for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with what? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So there's three, there's, there's, there is really two qualifiers here supplication and thanksgiving then your request can be made known to god and and you know the lord kind of deals with those things you know when uh you have him um talking to his disciples you know and like he's like when you pray pray in this manner got our father in heaven holy is your name you know and he kind of gives the rundown as it were of the way that we should address god mm-hmm. you know the that We should understand who he is. That's Hebrews 11 and verse 6. You know, by faith, I mean, um,
0: without faith,
1: faith, it's impossible to please him, for he that comes to God must believe that he is our Father in heaven. Mm -hmm. Holy is your name, right? So you believe that he is God, and he's a rewarder of the rest of that verse, a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You know, Father in heaven, and Jesus is going through this process with them. You know, like, like, you just need to you need to you need to talk about what's on your plate today, like Father. I just give us today's bread. You know, give us today's bread and and forgive my sins because I'm I, I'm going to wipe these off the table of these guys over here and and so he's going through this process and Paul's going through this same thing here. You know, like just just be thankful. You know, in your prayers, be thankful in your life because you know he's talking to a group of people there's far more christians in the world today than there were when paul wrote this letter just think about how few christians there were in the world when paul writes this letter and we're about let's see corinth was 49 so there's the, i mean ephesus is 4950 so we're looking at we're looking at 25 30 years after the cross the church has only been around 25 or 30 years. And you think about that, how many few Christians there were in the world. And he's talking to the very few that can really be thankful. You know, when we read this, we're kind of clouded sometimes by the idea that we know Christianity is universal. It was always supposed to be universal. It was That's actually what Catholic means. Did you know that?
0: Mm-mm.
1: It means universal. It was Mm-mm. the universal church. And so, Christianity was always going to be a global thing. And and so we think about it sometimes in those with those lenses on. But when Paul writes this, he's writing to a very, very, very small group of people in the world that really can be thankful at this moment because they're the ones that are redeemed. They're the ones that are forgiven. And so you, you look at us and we can see the world and all the Christians that we know. Well, these are such a small group of people. And think about when he writes to him, just just think what he's telling. Them. Like guys, just be so thankful. Look he t- look look the way he says in verse four. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Think think about what he's trying to get him to see. You you guys have got to live a certain way. Remember, the Lord is at hand. At any, you will be the one by the way that you live will make men prepared. The Lord is at hand. You've got to live a certain way. The day is coming. You've got to be a certain kind of people. It's going to come to an end. So, don't be anxious for nothing. The day's coming. Don't be anxious for anything. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, not prayer, only let your request be made known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And, you know, Paul's getting to, we're, he's painting this picture for us to help us understand that we think sometimes when we read this verse, and I think it, 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 it kind of clouds us sometimes because we think that, well, I prayed about it, I ought to feel better about it. That's not what he says there. He doesn't say, because you've prayed about it, it's going to be okay. Because you've prayed about it, you should now feel different about it. Mm-hmm. He said, the peace of God. Which surpasses all understanding. Like you're not going to understand this always. That doesn't mean because you pray about something, just because you're you're, you're approaching God thankfully, just because you're going to this thing in the way you should, you got to do this thing by faith. That surpasses all
0: understanding.
1: Nobody else in the world's going to understand those things, and you've got to understand them yourself.
0: Yeah. The this is, and I think that approaching God multiple times um, about about a matter helps line up my heart what with, you mean well whenever i'm when I'm approaching God about something if um if if he just gave if he was just a vending machine and gave me what I wanted every single time that I pushed the button then then I would become entitled
1: yeah I mean it would be I would, uh, you, you know at work
0: entitlement's not christianity
1: that's right I mean and here's a perfect example if you needed a pair of safety glasses that were like i I went to You know, the the kids in our class, you know, Carson and all, uh, you know, all our kids Mm -hmm. in our class, they're just hard on things, you know, like, like they don't realize it costs me money.
0: Kids are hard on things.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm not saying like your kid, I'm just saying kids, Mm -hmm. you know, and like, like they're just terrible. Like one thing they're terrible with is their safety glasses. They get them all scratched up and boogered up and everything like that. And i thought like, what's the way to do this? And I want to be like, you guys, I don't want you to get $10 from your mama. I want you to go figure out how you're going to make $10, and you pay for your own safety glasses, and you leave them in here. Because the, the I went to look them up the other day. I wear a certain kind. You know, mm-hmm. you see me wearing the same kind. Well, that's the same kind I wore for 20 years. Well, you know how I got them? When they got scratched, guess what I did? Went to the tool crib and just got me another pair. Matter of fact, you know what I'd do? To save me a trip, I'd say, give me six pair. And, and you know what I ended up with? An entitlement you understand mm-hmm. it affected me and now right. that i'm buying them for the kids because i want them to be safe right. right i don't want them to you know to end up with put something in their eyes puts,
0: puts it all into perspective doesn't it
1: yeah it changes
0: it right and and so i think that there's that there's some faith building for for me whenever i'm going to god and he doesn't give me the answer to my prayer immediately because i'm going to him and i'm praying about it and and then sometimes God's answer is no, and sometimes God's answer is not now. Sometimes it's uh uh you know, and so what that does is that builds my faith and my trust in him. I'm reminded of of that with, with Colossians four verse two and it puts both these things together.
1: Hold on, don't jump a gun on me. Helps me when I see it on my yeah,
0: page. I know. Me too. Colossians what? Two Colossians four four verse two continue earnestly in prayer being vigilant in it with thanksgiving and that's a uh, that's something that that we should be that we should always have in our mindset of continue earnestly being vigilant in it and he says with thanksgiving and before that you know that this this thrust that's right there in Philippians 4 as well with he puts peace right there right there with it um but he he says he says in verse 15 of Colossians 3, let the peace of God rule in your hearts to which also you were called in one body and be thankful. And you talked about this hustle and bustle and and that's what it is. I mean, I've I've heard um I've heard multiple people lately just talk about the go go go. And and this is one thing that um this one thing that Courtney and I have really talked about recently. And you, what do you say no to? Because we talk about the family so much and how important our family is, but we find ourselves dedicating so many things, and, and we dedicate those things to our lives, to good things. For instance, the student centers is a great thing. We want to support those kids, and we support it, and we strive to be diligent with it. But last night I just had to say no. I had to say yes to my family. And and part of that, I did the same thing. I went over
1: there and had a Bible study, and then you know what I did? I left. Yeah, and they were picking on me because I said I'm going home, and yeah, you know, because Jessica sent me a picture of a big old, I mean, just a, and I love it. You know, cold chick. I mean, cold day chicken and dumplings she had made from Mm -hmm. scratch. And a pan of cornbread. And they said, where are you going? I said.
0: And you say that you, and you brag on your wife's deviled eggs. <laughs> I'm
1: just saying.
0: I'm just saying. She can saying. make chicken and numbers from scratch, and Chris likes deviled eggs. I'm simple. Yeah, he he could have brought up devil, he could have brought up chicken and numbers, he could have brought up cornbread, he could have brought up apple pie. Well, I'm simple. Apple pie. It's real,
1: I, I'm easy to please. Y'all, you know, Jessica's <laughs> just real happy with that. I can
0: promise you. Yeah.
1: The, uh, but anyway. But yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and I get it, you know, and it's a right. challenge. It is, and so Courtney was so much. She's like, "Here's all these things that I mean. It, it's literally like they were like ten days straight. It's just something with the church, something with the church, something with the church, and that's great, and and it's a it's a real blessing that we that we do those things." But she said, "I'm I'm letting I'm letting my family down," and she's like, "And my number one, my number one ministry is my family and my house." and and so uh certainly we want to find those balances but then it's like okay we're fixing to move to the holidays and so it's a it, it is so important for us to uh and
1: think about that you know holiday really you know what it, it's a it's a compound word you know that what do you think the compound word is
0: holy day
1: yeah holy days mm-hmm. and, and what does what does holy really mean set apart we hadn't done that yeah. You know, we if anything, we've hit the afterburners on it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, like, we've hit the after. Like, I watched the new Top Gun movie on the plane to Honduras, mm-hmm. you know? Have you watched it? yet? Oh
0: yeah, dude. Best best I mean, it's sequel. A, it's
1: an American, all American movie, you know. Yeah. And like when he's pulling. I those, only
0: remember one cuss word in it. Too.
1: I don't. I don't know if it was any in it or not. The, yeah. Um,
0: Anyways, but yeah, it's the it, to me it's the best sequel that's ever. I had to had. kind
1: of skip a few parts because I knew that I had this amount of time left on the plane. Yeah. So I was trying to like, I'm like I think it's probably I can probably skip this, you know. Yeah, so, but man,
0: if you skip some of that, like you need to go back and rewatch it.
1: And I probably, you know, now it's you can watch it on VidAngel too. So like, I can watch it with the boys just mm-hmm. in case. But yeah. you know, what's funny is that like, you know, like at the beginning scene, he's like pulling, he's got this plane, he's going to pull what ten G's in oh, or something yeah. like that. That's what we've done with the holy days, yeah. the days that were supposed to be set aside. <laughs> what Liam said, and last year we all had the stupid. Uh, that was our first of three rounds of COVID this year, was at Christmas last year. And Liam said, uh, like this is what this is what we've done this year. Saturday, you know, Liam he's gonna do his little video game stuff, you know, by trying to you know, trying to find him at the yard mm-hmm. sales and stuff like that. Well I went to one guy's house and peddled and the boys are they're they're good about accommodating me and I shouldn't say accommodating me but, but you know, I'm gonna stand around and talk to the mamas and daddies and everybody like that at their house for a little while mm-hmm. and you know, talk to, you know, about the, you know, it's funny when I meet somebody that you know, and they, um, because uh, I went far from where y'all used to live at, at this house over there off of Country Park,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you know what I'm talking about? I think so, yeah. You go down Sunrise, like you're going back towards the, the uh coming to my way, mm-hmm. towards the Dollar General, and that long fence on the left where they built that barn in the field right there on the right yep. There's a the road. Mm-hmm. So I'm down that road down there, and this guy's got a bunch of old bunch of books and you know i like to read and so i was like i was sifting through the books and talking to him and you know we just kind of rolled into it's a 30 minute conversation well when i left i spotted the christmas trees over here it was raining saturday morning it was starting to mist and it was it was inching south with the cold and um yeah that was
0: the first um it's rare in Mississippi where you start a day off warm and then it progressively gets colder through the day. There are a yeah. few of those in Mississippi.
1: It felt like it was going to snow. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. how you get them days where, where it – That ju- front's coming in. Yeah. uh huh. Yeah. Sorry.
0: Like, anyway, so you saw the Christmas trees.
1: I see the Christmas trees and I was leaving. And um, I remember, yes, the day or two before that, Liam saying, Christmas went too fast last year. I want, I want to make it slow down this year. And so I called, you know, uh, Christmas music. Okay. So we start playing Christmas music about the ninth of September, it seems like. <laughs> and so
0: In America or at your house?
1: We'll just leave that one open. <laughs> and, and the, um, the, uh, Somebody um, at
0: the retreat this last weekend had on like a uh just a a, a Christmas shirt. It just said Joy or something. You can tell it's Christmas colors or whatever. Mm-hmm. The cooks that were down there, of course it's it's weird when you go to a total you go to the same place, but then there's different people. Oh right, right. Then you our camp, to the camp week, yeah, yeah. yeah uh-huh. And so there's different cooks, there's different people in there, and uh, of course, Did y'all have to sleep in a mess hall. Nah, okay. No. But there was, uh, but there was people that, um. Anyways, I got to meet them all last year, and so it wasn't like I was, you know, you weren't, you weren't the weird wart, you know, right <laughs> at the place anymore, right. but. Uh, but they were—they literally this—they—they they stopped somebody in line because they had a Christmas shirt on. This she was a counselor, and the cook stopped them, and then they wrote her a ticket on a p- plate and said, "No, nothing Christmas until after Thanksgiving Day," <laughs> and gave her a styrofoam plate. It was funny, but
1: well, and and I think that some of that is, is kind of the rebound, you mm-hmm. know. I mean, the 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 one of the reasons why they're spreading out Black Friday this year is because the economy's so bad.
0: Mm. So people can't just we you know can't just make it all the big one dump or whatever. yeah
1: you know during, you know a few years ago
0: that's how we do it all the time we spread it out all the time yeah
1: and and, and a lot of people do but mm. but they will look for the Black Friday deals you know they'll look for like if I can buy this thing or whatever mm. and the idea is it's like going to Sam's like Ben and I'll go to Sam's once a month and we'll eat the like you we can go over there and get two hot dogs and a drink and a pretzel and it's like what three dollars and fifty cent or something Ben. Well they ain't making no money on that hot dog they just want you to come in there and buy
0: right buy the stuff
1: buy the stuff so they'll give you a hot dog for three dollars well mm-hmm. that's what they're doing with the Black Friday stuff and so you know I pull out this driveway and I remember Liam saying that and I called Jessica and I was like, hey you want another Christmas tree and she was like I do and so now we've got our we got a little bitty one in our bedroom on the dresser we got our big one in the living room. The boys have their own Christmas tree that they decorate, a little sawed-off one. Mm-hmm. And now we've got another big one that I bought for 10 bucks. And the reason why I bought it is because I love Jessica. And I know it's important to her, and I want to slow down. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so, like, she does such a good job with wanting to build traditions and, mm-hmm. like, these things that become habitual, you know, that, that, right. that the kids can, they're, so they're, like, on birthdays, like, I think it was Aiden's first birthday, she had a little thing that she strung across our fireplace that said, happy birthday. Well, she's used that thing 14, so whatever that is, 40 times now. Mm -hmm. Because they expect that to be up on their birthday. You know, like, where's the birthday? I think Bo this year, she hadn't put it up yet. He's like, where's the happy birthday thing? You know? And, (laughs) and... um And so, and it's just like cheap. I can see his face there. Mama. Yeah. And it's just a cheap little, you know, something she probably bought at Walmart or something, but it's been a tradition, you know, and so it's become part of our family. What's
0: a, well, and I, I guess, what's one tradition that she does for like that sets apart? So
1: Jessica is so meticulous with things. And I don't mean like she's not a neat freak with, at some degree, I reckon she is, but. You know she's not like a a, a a a clean Nazi or anything like that. But one thing that Jessica always does with the boys is we always at Christmas time because we've done this since they were little and it's been unique here because it's not always cold. But at Christmas time, we'll everybody gets in her pajamas. She'll make some hot chocolate mm-hmm. and we ride around and look at Christmas lights one night. That's one thing that's been a given. That's and, cool and. There's other little things that she does, like when we put ornaments on, she plays Christmas music and makes cookies. You know, even Bo yesterday was like, "Now, Mama, when you make the cookies this year, I want them little round, kind of yellow ones, not the cinnamon ones, but they're maybe just like a sugar or something like that." You know, and so she's done that enough with him to know that that he's it's a tradition to him. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's just there's just these things about our families, and so you think about the way the Lord then sets up the church. He sets it up to be traditional. You gotta be careful with that term. Sure, sure. I don't mean us bringing man's traditions in, right? You know the things that we should do, that man brings in as tradition. But Paul even says is like he tells the Thessalonians, like make sure that you keep the traditions that we handed down to you. And you know, I, the older I get, and the more my kids, you know, because we didn't have a, you know, it's a lot of maybe I should say turmoil. You know, in my family when I was growing up. And, but Jessica's done such a good job at maintaining this thing that now I really get to see the blessings of these traditions. And it makes me think more, me thankful more to the Lord of like, just think about this one tradition that we hold each week. This little old tiny cup and this little old speck of bread that the Lord says, this is going to make sure that you go to heaven. This one thing if you do this weekend and weekend. That's why Paul condemns the Corinthians in chapter eleven and says, "Because you're not getting this right, there's some among you that are sick and dead, and it's because we're not getting that tradition right." And so, you know, when you look at these, you could be so thankful then that the Lord would give us something that we already do. Every culture has traditions. Every culture has its norms that it that it may may or may not do, and. The Lord, He figured that stuff out a long time ago.
0: Yeah, and talking about the Lord's Supper, um, one thing that I don't mean you talk about it, and we try to instill this into the minds of people who are who are, I guess, presiding over it. I guess I don't know the best word for that's what we say here, right? And um, given the and given the thoughts and yeah. and and leading that that meal, is it just seems like since COVID, it's become fast food Jesus, and
1: yeah, drive through Jesus,
0: right? And and it was uh, so you know two weeks ago at our beach retreat. That's one thing that I said that I, I really wanted to slow it down. And so all the girls they they uh, they made homemade Lord's supper bread on Saturday. That's cool. And um and so of course we had this created thing, and so it's like hey you theme theme yeah, yeah right. theme and so. The fact that they could create something that represented the Lord and then would bless other people's lives. And uh,
1: That's that's just so powerful, Bob. Good job.
0: Well good good job. I, I gotta give that one to my wife because she's like I, I would you know, she that was something she wanted to do. So but so then all the all the girls were saying, um when they made it, they of course you gotta taste it, you know, you gotta right. taste test it or whatever. But they're like, It's so good or whatever, and they're like why can't we do this for you know for the for the bread at church? And I said, you can. <laughs> but why can't we needs to be? Why can't y'all right? You you're a senior in high school. You're a senior in high school. You're a senior in high school. You can if you want this done, then you, then you coordinate it and you go to our shepherds and you tell them that, that you're going to lead it. And so if you want it done, then do it. So, uh, so that's on their table now, and I don't know if it's ever going to get done or not. But, right. it's, but it's back on them. But if you want something to happen, you you're going to have to create it sometimes.
1: Well, it's just a it's 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 just another byproduct of this of this slowing down, mm-hmm. you know, and just being thankful right where we're at.
0: And so what what we did was, um, everybody had two had two good sized rounds of bread. We're going to take time if if you want if you want to pick off a crumb and eat it, that's fine. But if you want to eat both of them and remember Jesus the whole time, and the and so Ben led the uh, the Lord's Supper that morning. But what what we told everybody at the start was, you can grab the plate off of the uh, off of the table, and if you want to eat one crumb, that's fine. Or if you want to eat the, cake. The, the both pieces or whatever, you can. But we're not going to go forward with the prayer for the for the fruit of the vine until everybody puts their plate on the table, until allow you to examine yourself. And that was, that was neat just to, uh, of course we were just able to examine our lives and then just slow down. And the same thing was, if you want to sit here and sip on Jesus and remember him and think about him and reflect on your life that we had, you had a cup of juice and, and so you can sit there and really be thankful for him. And then, you know, and then finally, once everybody put it down, we knew that, that everybody had examined their lives and, and I don't know how long it took, but but Ben did such a good job directing our thoughts. And the blessing
1: is, it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter how long it takes.
0: That's right.
1: I mean, it, it just takes.
0: It just takes. And and that was, uh, you know, it was just nice to slow down, and 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 just to really be thankful and to remember the Lord. And anyways, I think that that's, uh I think that those are, it, it, it's a Lord's Supper that that resonates in my mind a tradition yeah but but that one that one particular because we took the time right like I, like I can remember some of my thoughts just um
1: yeah and, and it's and there's there's nothing magical or or, no. or or uh what's the word like uh uh spellbite i don't know you know like like you don't get any kind of like
0: uh you don't get brownie points with the lord because you yeah, took yeah. more time but but he or, but he even just hearts. taking it
1: you know what I mean? Like you don't get. It's not like because it was never for him. It's for us. Yeah, it, it's for us in the world. Because Paul says you do two things there. He said you proclaim the Lord's death till, till he, he comes. comes, and and you're going to examine yourself to see whether you're whether you're doing this in the right way.
0: How do I line up with Jesus? So you know, last week we talked about uh, you know politicians and all these different things. Well, the Lord's supper allows me the the opportunity to go. How do I line up with with Jesus and? how How truly thankful am am I because this whole body can be thankful like the everybody around me, but that's 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 one intimate moment where you're gathered together with a group of people, but you're examining your own self
1: tradition, so thankful for' mom
0: yeah, I hey, hope that that the that the peace of God's ruling in your hearts, and
1: you yeah. guys have a happy thanksgiving and enjoy your deviled eggs,
0: yeah.